This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. China's WeRide tests autonomous buses in Singapore accelerates global ambition by Rita Liao. After years of aggressive expansion at home, China's autonomous vehicle upstarts are now setting their gaze on overseas markets. WeRide in particular has been on a licensing spree. On Monday, WeRide announced that it has obtained two licenses from Singapore that will allow its robo-buses to test on public roads on a larger scale. The two permits, called M1 and T1 respectively, are granted by the Land Transport Authority, LTA, of Singapore and will enable WeRide's self-driving buses to test in areas including the One North Tech Cluster and the National University of Singapore. The news comes just five months after WeRide announced it had secured a self-driving license to test its robo-taxis on open roads in the United Arab Emirates, which has a bold agenda to automate its transport system. The company also holds various levels of AV permits in the U.S. and its home country, China. In recent years, China's AV companies have taken a turn to ramp up their commercial efforts, thus placing relatively less emphasis on the crash-hemorrhaging pursuit of Level 4 robo-taxis. DeepRoot, for example, is forging closer ties with car manufacturers, while others, such as WeRide, are investing in autonomous buses that move at a lower speed in fixed routes and have less unpredictable traffic conditions to navigate. As one of the densest cities in the world with an aging workforce, Singapore started its push into AVs in 2014 as a means to cope with its land and manpower constraints. According to the LTA, the city with over 5 million people has a measured approach to rolling out AVs and has completed the first phase in test beds or controlled environments. The island state is now gearing up to enter the second phase of development, wherein AVs for passenger and utility purposes are allowed to operate in selected areas. It's attracted other global players in the self-driving arena, including the Aptive Hyundai joint venture Motional, which has been building and testing robo-taxis in the city. One of the licenses that WeRide obtained is called Milestone 1, or M1, which, according to the LTA's categorization, denotes that AVs can test on open roads in certain areas with safety operators who have full control of the vehicles. Entering a foreign market takes months, if not years, of relationship building with regulators and business partners, and WeRide has been diligently preparing. Its list of investors, which together have shelled out over $1.4 billion in funding, includes Smart, a major public transport operator in Singapore, and K3 Ventures, a local investment firm. On the business side, WeRide recently signed strategic cooperation agreements with Woodlands Transport Services, one of the country's largest private transport operators and bus service company EasyBuzz. 
WeWrite has become a poster child in the wave of Chinese tech firms expanding to Singapore, attracting the attention of high-profile political figures. In March, the city-state's Prime Minister Li Xianlong took a ride in a WeRide robo-taxi on his visit to China. Singapore is a regional center for the company's Asia-Pacific market expansion, WeRide's founder and CEO Tony Han said during his reception of Li's entourage. As one of China's most funded AV companies, WeRide was valued at $4.4 billion last year and confidently filed to go public in the U.S. in March. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch Managing Editor Daryl Etherington. Each week we go in-depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem. And I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners. Whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.